0: Okay, Dr. Yeah. Uh, uh, I want to ask you whether
1: the problem or the difficulty of the Israeli-Palestinian problem is not based on the fact that Zionism has predicated that Judaism is not a religion, but a
0: Dr. Fog didn't get the last part of your question. If you could repeat that.
1: Uh, Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Uh. For a variety of complex reasons. But as I tried to suggest in talking about the one state's uh, perspective, uh, an ethnic or religious state seems to me incompatible with the modern conception of human rights and legitimate political legitimacy. It, It cannot especially in a globalizing world where uh, different religions, different peoples intermingle and certainly that's been the uh, history of uh, Palestine. That that it is a solution from the beginning, from the time of the Balfour Declaration that's been imposed from outside And, uh, and had to be imposed by force. Is not something that reflects the self determination of the people living within Palestine.
0: We will take the last three questions, please. Hello. Uh, Premier Senora. Thank
2: you. Well, I have read some weeks ago, some days ago, Statement by Yuri Milic, trying to really describe the situation of the two-state solution. To be like a person who has put the pizza on a table and is talking about dividing it while he's still eating. It. <laughs> you are actually hinting that the two-state solution is. Practically non starter is not wanting to grow up. But I can't see that the conditions are there for the other alternative, if there is another alternative. So you are actually uh, talking about another alternative, while effectively the two alternatives, the conditions for having them, are not there. And effectively, the Palestinians are really at, at, uh, in a situation where they can't really choose any, and they can't move from one alternative, whom they have really been talking about it, to move into another alternative that is not there.
1: Uh, thank you, Mr. Prime Minister, uh, for for the uh, for your uh, difficult but important uh, question uh, and comment, really. In my view, uh, the, the point that I was trying to make was that in the future, if these political preconditions can be realized, then the two, then the ordinary uh, proposal could become uh, politically relevant. But under present conditions, it, uh, it uh, unwittingly perpetuates this illusion Uh, that uh, the Israeli leadership would swallow a uh, Palestinian state that was viable, that involved East Jerusalem as its capital, that dealt with the settlements, that dealt with the refugees. I just see that not being uh, remotely on the agenda and therefore to pursue it as if it's a goal is diversionary from what needs to happen, which is a political climate that forces the Israeli leadership to think differently. That's really what I'm saying, and hopefully the American leadership as well, and the European leadership, and the Arab countries, all of these have to change sufficiently so that the political climate can allow a humane solution to emerge. It cannot emerge from this political climate. That's all I was trying to express. And that it's important to recognize that uh, in order to avoid a new cycle of disappointment, frustration, and finally violence, that we need to uh, uh, somehow accept uh, this... Uh, a tragic frustration it's it's not a happy uh, position that I'm trying to uh, support because I would certainly not I would like to see a solution as quickly as possible but you can't it seems to me you can't get there from where we are unless something rather dramatic changes. And that dramatic change has to come on the part of the uh, Israeli elite. And it's not going to come by their goodwill. It has to come by a sufficiently coercive global setting of the sort that forced the white elite. That was my point about South Africa. This uh, South African apartheid elite didn't want to have a constitutional multiracial movement. That was far from their uh, preferred world, but they in the end saw that the only alternative to that was something worse. And the something worse was either a bloody civil war or complete isolation and pariah status in the international community. It was um, no, I, but, it, 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 but it could be. See, if you have a political breakthrough, then other uh, possibilities emerge because it's a different climate. See, in this climate, you can't get anything that works.
3: Thank you very much uh, for your program. And on the other hand, the failure of uh, the PA and Hamas, you know, to do anything with regards to Palestine, I'm going to propose the dismantling of all three, actually, and their replacement, the replacement by Palestinian and Jewish civil society, actually, as part of an anti-global revolution exemplifies in the Arab Spring and the world revolution which is which is starting to take shape now. This sounds utopian, well in fact it's not utopia, it's dystopian rather. And I'm going to suggest this to you in public for the first time. Thank you. Uh, I think that
1: such a uh, projected development uh, is something that has to be decided upon by the Palestinian people. It is. Uh, it is not something that can be imposed from without, and shouldn't be imposed. As I said at the very start, uh, it's a a, prim- a, prim- a major premise of solidarity with the Palestinians is to acknowledge their uh, preeminence in determining the tactics of resistance. And uh, what you say makes a certain coherent sense in view of the failures uh, today. Uh, But it has to come out of a political process
3: within the Palestinians. This is a rather revolutionary process, which is, uh, which is in the making. Possible. hopefully. Uh, our last question is from Dr. Kohnan. First of all, you gave me the impression that the two-state solution is, has become rather obsolete. Well, despite of the spite of the drawbacks of the uh, Hamas and Jihadist uh, and Islamic experiment in Gaza, (laughs) where they developed Gaza into a fighting entity. Uh, Do you think that this particular experience in Gaza could be applied in the West Bank and and eventually in the surrounding Arab states like the Kizmullah uh, as- yes. experiment in Lebanon. Thank you.
1: Well, just as I'm hesitant to speak on behalf of the Palestinians, I'm hesitant to uh, comment on such a sensitive issue in uh, Lebanese internal politics. I do uh, agree with the uh, premise that uh, other forms of resistance uh, need to be considered uh, by the Palestinians at this stage and one of the uh, success, relative success models is certainly provided by the Kispova experience so in that sense I think uh, what you say is uh, uh, important to take uh, seriously uh, my, uh, my only uh, disagreement with the formulation of the question is I didn't mean to imply that the two-state solution was permanently obsolete. What I meant to say was that it's presently obsolete. It can only be made uh, perhaps relevant if there, these political preconditions are satisfied. As of now, it's obsolete, but maybe in the future it will again <coughs> seek, uh, it will become a plausible political project along the ordinary lines, not along the Obama lines.
0: Uh, Thank you, Dr. Fogg. If I may just wind up in three, four minutes, really. Uh, I'd like to say that the uh, the two solutions, the two-state solution and the one-secular uh, state solution do seem rather not viable, viable at this stage. But uh, it's also worth it to underline a few facts. The persistence Of the current Israeli policy will soon be inviting a Palestinian spring. And the perpetuation of Israeli occupation of Palestinian territories is bound to produce a third intifada, also soon, because in this time and age, Israel can no longer continue to dominate and subjugate the Palestinians to the Jabotinsky government. The Palestinians are being left with no option except to opt for one secular state in which Palestinians and Arabs could live together. I mean, Dr. Falk used the term resilience. I would say Palestinian resilience Palestinian peaceful uh, resistance will eventually push them into choosing to challenge the Israelis. If the, if the Israelis are challenging the Palestinians over 22% of Palestine for which they have settled, the Palestinians will eventually challenge the Israelis over 88% of Palestine, which is now under Israeli control. Every action has a reaction, equal in magnitude and opposite in direction. Excellences, ladies and gentlemen, in view of Dr. Richard folks' unflinching and courageous support to a just cause, may I humbly ask you at the end of this evening to give him a standing ovation.